WETA Classical proudly presents NSO Showcase. Exciting in-concert performances with the National Symphony Orchestra. John Andrea Nozeda, music director. Heard exclusively on WETA Classical. Classical for Washington. It's always fascinating to think how international or universal music is. And our program this evening certainly reflects that globe-trotting spirit, as we'll be traveling from Bohemia to Chicago to Norway, North Africa, and Vienna, with music by Dvorak, Florence Price, Edvard Grieg, and for the grand finale, we'll hear Beethoven's Fifth. Our guide, Maestro Gianandreo Nozeda, is Italian, with a guest appearance by American conductor Teddy Abrams. It's a feast for armchair travelers, and all the music was recorded right here in D.C. at the John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts. I'm your host, Nicole Lacroix. Tonight's NSO showcase on WETA Classical begins with Dvorak's In Nature's Realm, the first overture of a triptych about nature, life, and love. Dvorak gave each piece an individual title, In Nature's Realm, Carnival, and Othello. He premiered the overtures in his farewell tour in Prague before leaving for his new job in New York City and conducted the U.S. premiere three weeks after his arrival at the brand-new Carnegie Hall in 1892. In Nature's Realm was dedicated to Cambridge University. They'd recently awarded him an honorary doctorate. And Dvorak wrote the piece at his country retreat. The overture is full of pastoral allusions, including birdsong in the flutes and oboes. Imitation Moravian yodeling. The main theme, or the nature motif, connects all three of the overtures. This recording comes to us from the 2019 Direct Current Festival at the Kennedy Center. It was a program celebrating the natural world. Teddy Abrams, music director of the Louisville Orchestra, conducted the NSO.
We opened our WETA Classical NSO Showcase with Dvorak's In Nature's Realm Overture, a March 2019 performance conducted by Teddy Abrams. This week at the Kennedy Center, Joseph Young conducts the NSO in the final movement from Dvorak's triptych exploring nature, life, and love, the Othello Overture. Also in the program, Prokofiev's Romeo and Juliet and Florence Price's Piano Concerto in One Movement with pianist Michelle Kahn. Information at nationalsymphony.org. And speaking of Florence Price, she composed her third symphony in Chicago in 1938. It was commissioned by the Works Progress Administration, or WPA, Federal Music Project, and premiered in 1940 by the Michigan WPA Symphony Orchestra. Eleanor Roosevelt was in the audience and reported on its success. Nevertheless, Price had a difficult time getting the symphony performed by other ensembles. She wrote to the Boston Symphony Orchestra conductor, Serge Kuzovitsky, quote, I have a symphony in which I tried to portray a cross-section of Negro life and psychology as it is today. Influenced by urban life north of the Mason-Dixon line, it is not program music. This was one of seven letters she addressed to Kuzovitsky, imploring him to at least look at her music. I have two handicaps, she wrote in one letter. I am a woman, and I have some Negro blood in my veins. Knowing the worst, then, would you be good enough to hold in check the possible inclination to regard a woman's composition as long on emotionalism but short on virility and thought content? until you shall have examined some of my work, I should like to be judged on merit alone. Kusevitsky ignored her, and it wasn't until more than 80 years later, in March 2019, that the Boston Symphony finally performed the Third Symphony under the baton of Thomas Wilkins. There is no shortage of thought content or virility in the Third Symphony, Perhaps a more appropriate word would be energy or strength. The first movement is bold, brassy, and vigorous. A slow introduction is soon followed by the rhythms of Price's adopted hometown of Chicago. With snatches of dance, spiritual, jazz, and popular tunes, and she creates tension and drama as she throws the full weight of the orchestra into this opening movement in C minor. The second movement showcases Price's gift for melody. And leads into her signature juba, an exuberant dance brought by enslaved peoples from Africa, which took root in the American South. With many percussion instruments, she transforms the traditional dance into the sophisticated rhythms of a Chicago nightclub. The scherzo finale reflects the constant buzz of a city in perpetual motion. On WETA Classical's NSO Showcase, here's John Andrea Nozeda 
to lead the orchestra in Florence Price's Symphony No. 3 from an October 2021 Kennedy Center performance.
John Andrea Nozeda led the National Symphony Orchestra in Florence Price's Symphony No. 3 on WETA Classical's NSO Showcase. This week at the Kennedy Center, Michelle Kahn performs Florence Price's Piano Concerto in one movement. Details at nationalsymphony.org. Our next work on WETA Classical's NSO Showcase, the Peer Gint Suite No. 1 by the Norwegian composer Edvard Grieg, opens in North Africa. Grieg had written the incidental music for Henrik Ibsen's play about the picaresque adventures of Peer Gint. There were 26 numbers from which he later extracted material to make two four-movement suites. For the first movement of the suite number one, Morning Mood, Grieg wrote, I imagine the sun breaking through the clouds at the first forte. Here is back in Norway at his mother's deathbed in the sorrowful next movement, Oss's death. The third movement, Anitra's Dance, takes us back to the Arab world and is, according to the composer, a soft little dance which I am very anxious should sound delicate and beautiful. The suite ends in the Hall of the Mountain King where Peer is threatened by an army of trolls when he refuses to marry the daughter of the troll king. Fortunately for Peer, the mountain crumbles on top of the monsters and he is saved at the last minute. On WETA Classical's NSO Showcase, John Andrea Nozeda conducts the NSO in Edvard Grieg's Peer Gint Suite No. 1 in a concert from last April at the Kennedy Center Concert Hall.
John Andrea Nozeda conducted the NSO in Edvard Grieg's Peer Gint Suite No. 1 in a concert which was dedicated to musical storytelling. In this week's concerts at the Kennedy Center, the NSO will tell the story of the world's most famous star-crossed lovers as they perform excerpts from Prokofiev's Romeo and Juliet Ballet, along with Florence Price's Piano Concerto in One Movement. There's more information at nationalsymphony.org. You're listening to NSO Showcase on WETA 90.9 Washington and WGMS 89.1 Hagerstown. I'm Nicole Lacroix. Last week marked the grand finale of the NSO's Beethoven and American Masters Festival. The celebration began in January of last year with a program featuring music by D.C. native George Walker and the present work, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. As post-pandemic life returns to normal, it's almost shocking to realize that things looked very different just a year and a half ago. Audiences who ventured out to hear the orchestra after a year of enforced isolation were hit anew by the power of the symphony. The Washington Post Review described their reaction. Do I report the gasps of shock I heard throughout this performance of a symphony everyone already knows? I do. Perhaps the biggest surprise of the fifth is just how full of surprises it was. If there was a question as to why the world needs another recorded Beethoven cycle, Nozeda gamely offered the first few notes of an answer. I think the experience of living through difficult times like a worldwide pandemic makes us appreciate Beethoven's travails on a more personal level. During the four years he was writing this symphony, from 1804 to 1808, Beethoven's world was rocked by personal, political, and philosophical change, from the trauma of his deafness to Napoleon's wars to the concept of the artist as romantic hero. This symphony has been described as ferocious, heroic, triumphant, turbulent, exhilarating, a whirlwind, violent, iconic, exultant, and certainly innovative. The fifth, for example, is one of the earliest symphonies to use trombones and to take listeners on a journey from dark to light, from the C minor first movement to the C major finale. As Beethoven himself commented, joy follows sorrow sunshine, rain. In the first movement, it's as if Beethoven takes a deep breath, <gasps> then launches us into his brave new world with a four-note tattoo, three Gs and an E-flat, a rhythmic figure that is the seed of the entire movement and really echoes throughout the symphony. Another uber-dramatic moment comes at the end of the third movement, when the music grows to a huge crescendo and blasts through to the final movement. To quote biographer Jan Swafford, the fifth tells a story of personal victory and inner heroism, painted in broad strokes on an epic canvas. The ecstasy at the end of the fifth is a personal cry victory victory open to all humanity as individuals. On WETA Classical's NSO Showcase, here's John Andrea Nozeda to lead the National Symphony Orchestra in Beethoven's Symphony No. 5. 
On WETA Classical's NSO Showcase, John Andrea Nozeda conducted the NSO in Beethoven's Symphony No. 5. This performance kicked off the NSO's Beethoven and American Masters Festival last year. The National Symphony Orchestra looks forward to releasing all Beethoven symphonies over the course of 2023 and 2024 on their NSO record label. The cover designs for this cycle feature the work of Kennedy Center Education Artist-in-Residence, Mo Willems, who created a series of large-scale abstractions influenced by each of the composer's nine symphonies. For more information, visit nationalsymphony.org. I hope you've enjoyed our musical journey in this eclectic program, highlighting the depth and breadth of orchestral music, from the picaresque adventures of Pierre Gint to the transformative power of Beethoven's Fifth. Thank you for listening to WETA Classical's NSO Showcase. NSO Showcase on WETA Classical is produced and edited by John Banther. Executive producer is Jim Allison. Music recording of Dvorak's In Nature's Realm by Charles Lawson. Other music recording and editing by Sound Mirror. Thanks to NSO Director of Artistic Planning, Nigel Boone. Chairman of the Kennedy Center is David M. Rubenstein. Kennedy Center President is Deborah Rudder. NSO Executive Director is Gene Davidson. And Ronald D. Abramson is Chairman of the NSO Board of Directors. Thanks to Jen Luzo, Director of Public Relations. President and CEO of WETA is Sharon Rockefeller. Senior Vice President and General Manager, WETA Greater Washington, is Miguel Monteverdi. Vice President and Station Manager, WETA Classical, is Dan Devaney. The National Symphony Orchestra on WETA Classical is made possible by your financial support and by WETA's Friends of Classical Music. And I'm your host, Nicole Lacroix. Join us again on the first Wednesday evening in July for NSO Showcase. John Andrea Nozeda conducts a great program featuring Brahms Violin Concerto with Hilary Hahn and ballet music by Nino Rota and more. Don't forget, you can stream NSO Showcase on wetaclassical.org or download the WETA Classical app. Thanks for listening to WETA 90.9 Washington and WGMS 89.1 Hagerstown.